When you need to refuel between meetings or running errands, or you just want a healthy snack that squashes your hunger, wonderful pistachios, which come in a variety of flavors and sizes, by the way, are the perfect choice to fill you up and keep you going throughout the day. Wonderful Pistachios is also a good source of protein and a zero-guilt snack. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, guys, which gives you over 10% of your daily value. And with flavors like salt and pepper, sweet chili, and seasoned salt in the shelled variety, options like chili roasted, sea salt, and vinegar or jalapeno lime in the no-shell variety, you're sure to please your taste buds while snacking healthy. So check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right, who has not taken advantage of the week-free trial of the fitness app yet. Check it out. It is a one-stop shop for all your fitness, nutrition, and wellness needs. Custom meal plans, personalized workout programs, meditations, sleep programs, community, support, and so much more. You can use it on any device, anywhere, any place, anytime. No equipment needed or all the equipment in the world is in there. There's yoga, there's kickboxing, there's audio only workouts, there's HIIT training, weight loss programs, prenatal programs, anything and everything you can think of is in the fitness app. And if you go to the fitnessapp.com slash podcast deal, you can get 25% off an annual subscription for $89.99 a year. So check it out and start your free trial today. Welcome to Keeping It Real Conversations with Jillian Michaels. All right, team. We've got another guest list show because you guys seem to really enjoy hanging out with just Cindy and I um, and the guests as well. But it's nice to kind of go back to the wheelhouse as we talk about. And today we're going to be hitting a bunch of different topics from cheat days and empty calories and balancing calories and calories out and getting the most bang for your calorie buck and all the things um, but Cindy and I were catching up uh, before the show. And she's like, I swear to God, I'm just so tired of my food. Like, I can't even, I'm over it. And I thought you could share, Cindy, because I, oh. I got to tell you, I know what you mean. Oh, I mean, I I do the cooking, right? So, and Lori loves to eat. So I can usually count on her for a good <laughs> suggestion. Like, how about this? How about that? Right. Um, but it grows old, right? Dee and I have gotten into that lately. It's like uh, I know. turkey burgers and turkey meatloaf and yep. chicken yep. and pasta and yep. beans and you. rice. And, you know, it's okay. like, I, so, I, I, so, uh, so here's, here's what I think we need to do, first of all, is let's look at different cuisines. And this is for if you're cooking at home or if you're eating out, because not all of us are are a good cook, right? But Dee can cook just about anything. I, I'm pretty confident you can too, even though it may not be your specialty per se. But 
let's go down the line, right? If you look at Asian food, and let's leave out sushi, but let's go with something more like Thai food or Chinese food. If you go to the restaurant, you're probably going to get a lot of the MSG, tons and tons of oil, lots of salt, all the like the seed oils that you don't need. Now, you can amend it, right? Can you guys steam the vegetables? Can you flash fry the vegetables? Can you lightly saute? Can you grill? Can you, you know, all the things that I do when I go there. You're still probably getting extra calories, but obviously the vegetable dishes, the chicken dishes, the the spring rolls with the rice paper, not the fried wontons, all the things that are steamed, all the things that are in a wok and tossed, nothing fried. The obvious, not the noodles and the fried rice, but the veggies and the protein. It's It's pretty textbook. I would encourage you to go to the Thai food menu and look at things like, and, and by the way, it's not the end of the world if you have the rice noodles. I get, um, oh my God, the pho. I don't know if you ever have Vietnamese food. Pho, uh, it's like a chicken uh, pho. Yeah. Um, it's like chicken and chicken broth with rice noodles and veggies on top and bean sprouts and the whole thing. It's like, okay, is it organic when I eat out? No, can you make it at home? I bet you could. I absolutely mm. bet that you could. I bet that you couldn't, it wouldn't be hard. I bet you make a mean chicken soup. This is just putting a twist yeah, on Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, I mean, could you make the, D makes me Kung Pao chicken. Mm. And she steams rice. She takes white meat chicken. And it does take her quite some time, I'm not going to lie. But she adds <laughs> very little oil and then the peanuts and the whole thing. And it's like chicken, vegetables, and some steamed rice. Mm. That's organic. It's, you know. She she can make chicken teriyaki. She can bake wings. She can, which is not an Asian food. But I'm saying, on those menus, there's the soups, the protein, the veggie dishes, right? The steamed options, even the steamed dumplings. The world's not going to end if you get steamed shrimp dumplings, steamed yeah. chicken dumplings, sushi. It's okay to get sushi. The key is stay away from the heavy rolls. She's even been making poke bowls, so she'll wow. she'll go. And she'll get or a king salmon, wild salmon, um, or she'll get a tuna steak. But Phoenix even caught like a skipjack tuna out here on in, during camp. Wow. And it was awesome. Brought it home. And she'll chop it up into little cubes. She got a rice cooker. This is important, by the way, for people who cook. I think this is important. And she'll she'll make the make the the rice in the rice cooker, follow a little recipe for the sushi rice which I know that these people are the best in the world, but, you know, who make sushi, but it's, she does a great job. There's a recipe online, it's a little vinegar, a little sugar, and it's like, great. And the vinegar actually slows down the glycemic impact of the rice, and the rice is organic. And she'll make these little bowls. She'll make these little pokey bowls with the salmon and the rice or the tuna. And she'll put like a little avocado and a little jalapeno. Wow. And it's excellent. It's excellent. And you can get the same thing at a sushi restaurant. The key is not the California roll, not the roll with all the mayo, not all the eel sauce. Same story. It's the same story. Indian food. I mean, the veggie dishes are great, but there's a lot of, you know, this is a little counterintuitive. There's a lot of fat and a lot of curry and a lot of all the stuff, right? And the sag paneer and the, you know, the bangan bar to all those. The truth is there, you're probably going to want to go with some tandoori chicken. Or tandoori yeah. lamb, if you're not vegan, you know, or vegetarian. Now, if you are, obviously the veggie dishes, it's like, just don't, don't overeat it, you know, but they're going to be high in calories. But a tandoori dish or a little tikka, 
is great. And you got the yogurt sauce. It's lean. It's tasty. I think you put it in the oven. So can you go to Postmates and do a little chicken tikka or lamb tikka? Yes, absolutely. Um, and some of those sauces aren't nuts. Like a Vindaloo sauce isn't loaded with calories. It's those coconut curry based ones that you're, yeah. you're looking into a lot of trouble, well, right? Well, masala has like just tomato sauce and spices. I've made that. It's actually very simple. It's very good. It's Chicken it. tikka masala. Cream. You don't put any of that. You got to keep the cream yeah. out of it. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't need you it. Even, you don't. You can even Google like healthy chicken tikka masala dish. So you know, you know what to kind of remove and you already inherently did that. Italian food. So this friend that, that didn't want to go to dinner the other night, because um, she's like, I'm dieting, right? I, I was like, okay. She's like, no Italian. And I was like, what do you mean? There's the, some of the greatest options at an Italian place. <laughs> she's like, no carbs. And I, I was like, mama, th- there's mussels, there's grilled octopus, there's all different kinds of salads that you can fish. add protein to. There's a steak. There's the roast chicken. There's five different fish dishes. There's tiger shrimp. There's what do you mean? And by the time I was done, she had a you know we had a Mediterranean salad with grilled salmon. I got her the mussels in the white wine sauce as a starter, and she had grilled asparagus. And I was like, this is great for you. So when you look. Yeah, sure. I mean, don't do the pastas and the pizzas and the risottos. Right. They're not going to be the best for you if you're if you're if you're trying to stay lean. Um, you know, but if you are going to have the pasta, get a whole grain pasta and a tomato sauce, right? Obviously, like you and I were talking about. Um, and you could put a little lean ground beef and make a bolognese and have vegetables on the side. My mom used to she she did this years ago, and I started doing it. She call it fozoto. And it's basically, she just put brown rice in a pan with pureed squash and, you know, a little bit of uh, Pecorino Romano and you don't have to sit there stirring it and all that. And there's no, that's it. That's all it is. It's squash and rice really with a little cheese. My sister made chili for my dad's trying to really cut down all sodium for his blood pressure. Instead of salt, she used vinegar. She said it's one of the best chilies she has ever made no salt. Wow. So there's that's there awesome. Our substitutes and it also does Absolutely. change the taste so that you're not having the same thing. I mean, yeah. I make I do like um I'll make a uh, breaded chicken breast um just egg and panko or breadcrumb, but I bake it. I don't Yes, fry it. it. You don't fry Man, it. Get an air just, fryer. No, Those things are you, awesome. Yes, my parents you have one love of those. Ours. They, yeah. Get an air fryer. I mean, and it, you don't and, need to s- just no. Yeah. And the, the list goes on, but you can you can. There's every type of cuisine, right? Mexican, okay. Grilled chicken tacos, grilled shrimp tacos, grilled fish tacos. We make fajitas, yeah, all the time with some black beans, fat-free organic black beans, and fajitas. And I don't even bother with. I don't need the tortilla. I just eat it like a little, yeah. like a Mexican stir fry with some black beans. I, I mean. The, the options are there. You just got to kind of check out the different cuisines and kind of inherently we know what's better. And then when you're home, you can really control it because you go to a Mexican restaurant, they're going to put tons of oil. You can say, don't do it, but they do it every time. You kind right? of, yeah. And it, it's hard when you're, if you're ordering in. Yep. Uh, you got to, there's know, better I choices. <laughs> I don't but, you know, yeah. The instructions. They, 
They definitely, exactly. They definitely take license. But you know, you look for those inspirations with regard to you know, different types of cuisine. And then I'll say this last one, Mediterranean food. Okay, hummus does have some oil, tzatziki, labne, mugamara, grape leaves, kibbeh. But the key is don't get the fried stuff. Have yeah. a little bit of hummus with crudite, not the pita, and some labne and some of the baba ganoush. It's got probiotics, tons of fiber, healthy fats, have it with veggies, not with the bread, right? And it's it's these little things that are going to make it. And you can have the chicken skewers with vegetables yeah. or the beef skewers or the grilled shrimp or the baked eggplant. And it's great. But definitely look to, to a more worldly um uh, to the to cuisines of the world for inspiration and go with some of the suggestions for that different, we threw out there. Some yeah, swaps. different flavors. It gives you different- Exactly. Yeah, it gives you a variety of flavors and you get more ideas too. The more yeah. recipes you look at or more menus you look at. A hundred percent. your own thing. Yeah, Schmins. Your business was going great, but now your team is buried in manual work. If this is you, you should know these three numbers, 37,025, one. 37,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Jillian. That's netsuite.com slash Jillian to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash Jillian. All right, team. You know, I love Skims underwear because I've mentioned them and have been wearing them for, gosh, a little over a year now. So I finally had to try their bras and Skims has delivered yet again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. Even the underwire bras I wear all day are so comfortable, I barely even notice I'm wearing them. Whether it's the weightless scoop bra, the fits everybody bra, the plunge bra, the fits everybody t-shirt bra. I always get them in sand, so you never notice them. Super comfortable. Love them. Wear them nonstop all the time. Shop Skims bras at skims.com now. Available in 62 sizes, 38 to 46 H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. All right. We're going to hit some of the old schools, guys, because I keep seeing the questions circulating. Um, I want to talk about cheat days. So first of all, I don't like the word cheat. Cheat implies bad. And I don't want you to think about food as bad. Um, There's a great line that I read in a book the other day, and it was like, stop seeing food as your enemy. You know, hence the struggle, right? It's like you love it and you can't stop eating it. 
And then you hate how you feel after you eat too much of it. Hence the struggle with food. But if you don't have an enemy, you can't do battle, right? So how do we decriminalize food? That's part of this. So the vernacular of cheat unto itself, I think is counterproductive. There are some foods that are extremely healthy and some foods that aren't that healthy. And that just is what it is. So take cheat out of it. I would say you've got a calorie allowance, right? And that calorie allowance is like a budget. And you guys have heard me talk about calories as dollars. It's just like a bank account. How much money did you earn that week, right? What, how much money did you bring in? So if your body burns 1,500 calories a day, that's kind of your paycheck. That's how much money you have to spend. That's how many calories that you have to spend on food because that's how much your body is using. So if we don't have more, you won't gain. If you don't have less, you won't lose. And weight loss is all about losing. So you want to eat less than your body is burning. We've talked about that, right? But if I have an allowance and my allowance is 1,800 calories and I say, all right, look, I want to try to make the majority of these calories really healthy choices, calories that aren't, quote, empty. And that's an important concept that we've kind of forgotten about, empty calories, which I'll, which I'll get to in a second. Calories that aren't empty, meaning calories that have nutrition, micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, fiber, stuff that fights disease, stuff that's good for you, okay? So if you make, let's say, 80% of those calories really count with powerful nutrients and maybe 20% empty calories, stuff that, you know, isn't great for you, but if you work it into a balanced diet, meaning you're not overeating and you don't make it all the food you ingest, life will go on. And when you have those types of foods, go for the ones that don't have the chemicals and the fake fats and the fake sugars and the fake colors and all the things, right? Go, when you bake, use grass-fed butter, use a whole grain organic flour, use an organic cane sugar, just so you avoid the chemicals. Chemicals aren't food. That's going to do damage. I really would like you to remove it wherever you can. And when I say damage, I don't necessarily mean to your waistline. It still causes all kinds of health issues from genetic mutations in the gut to just all kinds of bad shit, right? No matter how big or small you are. So think of it as, all right, these foods don't have a ton of nutrients, but they taste great. And I want the cookie. I want the scoop of ice cream. I want the glass of wine. I want the bag of chips. All right. Pick the less offensive ones that are as organic as possible without the chemicals. Try to make it around 20% of your daily calorie allowance. And that's really how you should work the quote, cheat foods, and then lose this word after this segment <laughs> into your diet. And what's also counterintuitive is that if you're spending the entire week without them, psychology of that's no bueno because you're waiting for the day where you're going to incorporate them, right? And then when you're going to incorporate them, you are going to go hog wild. No pun intended, but you are, right? You're going to hit this drive-thru and that. And you're going to have the pizza and the margarita and then you're going to have the Sonic because it's your cheat day. You've been perfect all week and you deserve it. 
And I, I don't love the all or nothing mentality. I think that's a dangerous psychology. It's not a balanced way forward. And in addition, if you're trying to lose weight, let's look at the math. If you're being so rigid and stringent and you're sticking to your calories every single day, but one, and then Sunday comes and your calorie allowance is 1800, but Sunday is a cheat day and you eat 3000 or 3,500. And let's say every single day you created a little 500 calorie deficit, right? The six days you burn 3000 calories. Awesome. But you put 1500 of them back on, on Sunday. You've just erased half the week of the work. So it's really going to slow down your progress. So the whole idea, whether it comes to weight loss or psychology or, you know, just living a more sustainable lifestyle of this cheap day, a day where you go nuts on bad food is a bad idea for all the reasons I just mentioned. And to elaborate a little bit on this empty calorie concept, I was talking to a friend the other day, and it's funny that I keep getting into these conversations because, you know, you feel like you've said it so many times, but it doesn't mean everybody was listening. You know, <laughs> people listen when they're ready to listen, right? It's like, oh, now I have this problem. So now I want to listen. And they might not have been around a year ago when you said it or two years ago when you said it. So it was a dinner with a friend who's trying to lose weight. She's like, well, I've been eating healthy. And I was like, oh, here we go with the healthy conversation again. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Let me guess. Avocado, you know, and it's the, oh, <laughs> and the, the avocado and the, the, oh, and this is so good, nuts and seeds. And then, okay. Remember, remember, food has two components that you need to be thinking about the nutrient content, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, fiber, polyphenols, and the energy content. So those are two things you need to always keep in mind based on your goal. So while an avocado has a high nutrient content, vitamins, minerals, healthy fats, fiber, all the things, it's also really high in energy. So I think, I, God, I forgot. I think an avocado is like, what, 500 calories? Let me check. How many calories in an avocado? Let's look. Here we go again. Okay. Oh, this one's not as bad as it. This one says 300. No, I don't know that I buy it. It's and a small other, one. Yeah, it's a small one. 300. All right. But if you have an avocado, right? And you're, you're like, all right, I put the avocado in my salad because it's so good. That's great. But maybe you want half of it. It's 150 calories versus 300 calories. That adds up, right? If you're adding those healthy foods, these foods are more energy dense. So an empty calorie is a food that has energy, but no nutrients. And that's where when you're spending these calories, you want to get the biggest bang for your buck in a perfect world. And you want the food that's going to have all the stuff that fights disease. And it's interesting because as I've gotten older, I don't just look at the calories. I don't just look at organics. Having had the opportunity to talk to the Dr. Lees and the Dr. Naidus about this food, you know, improving cognitive function and this food helping to fight off breast cancer and this food helping with, you know, 
inflammatory conditions. I now look at that food so differently. Every bite is a yay or a nay, right? Every bite can help or hurt. And it, it doesn't mean it goes with guilt. It doesn't mean it goes with obligation, but it does come with education, right? And information, knowledge is power. When you have the knowledge, you can make the best choices. So keep all of that in mind the next time you think about a, quote, cheat day. Incorporate those foods up to about 20% of your calorie allowance every day, and you will be in excellent shape. Excellent shape. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, guys, we are back. And Cindy was like, any workout stuff to talk about? And the thing is, there's nothing new for me to tell you. Um, so there is a concept that I want you to really drive home. And that's trainer logic. So I was with a, a pretty big celebrity the other day um, that, I, that I may be working with on a business deal. A guy, super athlete, right? One of the greatest. And there was a really, a really cool woman in his office that was um, going to train him and uh, happened to be there. And she's like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I really like her. And I'm, I, this has no merit on whether or not she's good at her job. I have no idea. But in my mind, I was like, why? That's not. Oh, she's a trainer. She's a trainer. Oh, okay. She's, yeah. Okay. And kill him with a workout. Mind, I'm like, and I've said the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to crush you. And I guess you mean like give you, give him a good workout. I've been guilty of it, but the reality is that's not actually the point, nor should it ever be the point of an exercise session. So sure. Do you want to feel it? Yes. You want to stress the muscles? Of course you do. Um, why? Because that stress creates these this little mini injury in the muscles and the bone and then the body has an inflammatory response and sends in the cells to heal, rebuild, and repair. We've talked about this, and this is where the bones get more dense and the muscles get leaner and better conditioned. And the cardiovascular system adapts and, and you know, you're, you'll have improved endurance and, and all of the things. So sure, a certain amount of stress is good, but too much stress too often is counterintuitive. It's too much stress. And, you know, trainers will say, well, there's no such thing as overtraining. There's under recovery. It's like, but there is such thing as overtraining. It's called an injury. Overtrained. Doing something that is out of your skill set and or above your skill level. Um, and I don't care who you are, there's an up button. I got to train, I, I may have talked about this before, an athlete by the name of Michael Chandler. 
I was one of the, the greats MMA fighter just for fun. He, mm-hmm. he met me at a Bellator fight and he was like, Oh, my wife and I, you know, love you. We, we train with you. And I was like, sure. Right. It's Michael Chandler. Like, yeah. Um, I've never seen an athlete like this guy. I mean, I, this guy is like driving an F1 race car around the track, wow. training this guy. Right. I was like, Holy shit. Wow. And about 25 minutes in, he just super real calm looks at me and he's like, where do I go to throw up? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 I don't want you to throw up. And he's like, I was like, I, there's no, he showed no signs of weakness. None. Right. I, I was, and I was like, no, no, cause I guess, you know, he's a fighter. So obviously he's going to condition himself not to show any signs of weakness, but I was like, that's too much. I don't want that. That's not, that's not good. So, but my point is that I don't care how fit you are. There's an up button. You're human. Nobody can run 30 miles an hour. Nobody can run, you know, 20 miles. It's like, okay, you can run 20 miles an hour. Can you run it for two minutes? No, you know what I mean? Your legs are going to rip off your body. That's overtraining. And there's definitely a type A mentality of, more is more. And it isn't. It isn't when it comes to fitness. I get it with work. You know, we talk about a balanced lifestyle and it's like, well, what is a balanced lifestyle? Because if you want to be a billionaire, that's not a balanced lifestyle, right? You're going to have to work like a billionaire works to become a billionaire. There are like a fraction of a fraction of a percent of them in the world that's not balanced. And the work you have to do to get there is not balanced. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of work, but with fitness, it doesn't actually work that way. More doesn't lead to more. It requires downtime. It requires recovery. It requires muscle splits. It requires periodization. And that means muscle splits means if you train back on Monday, don't train it again on Tuesday. Let it rest. Split the muscle groups up onto different days so you have rest days. So if you're going to go to the gym four days a week, five days a week, you at least allow certain muscle groups to rest while you're still training. Muscle splits. Total recovery days. Active recovery, just light steady state cardio so the muscles can rest. Uh, foam rolling. Mm. Dynamic stretching. Static stretching. But more with fitness is not more and the crush you kill you. And I, I know we've talked about it, but it just seems still to be so alive and well with the type A's. It, uh, I, I always, I used to see this at the gym all the time, but I always see when somebody is working out and they're straining, like if there were, even if they're like doing a wall sit and their neck is going, ugh, ugh, and they're like, ugh, I'm like, your body is stiffening up, you probably shouldn't do it for that long, right? I mean, it 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 just seems like You're the other little muscles are with things like a wall sit because it's not um yes, it's under not, a load. So you are right. a bit safer, right? So you could you could you could push a little further with things like time under tension, which is what you're talking about. Mm. Keeping the muscle in a contraction for an extended period of time. But when you do things like load the spine and your form is compromised, you're looking at something kind of serious. And as much as this pisses people off, I cannot tell you how many CrossFitters are no longer CrossFitters. 
you saw Josh, Josh Axe came on the show and he's like, oh my yeah. God, my back, my back. I'm like, how CrossFit? Yeah. I'm like, okay, there you go. I mean, it just, and you guys can get as pissed as you want. I, I mean, I, I have nothing against CrossFit. I, I think that if it's done, you know, a certain way with an amazing coach, okay, great. But the, the issue is that you've got super advanced modalities mm. and it's these crazy exercises. And I mean, crazy, like advanced, intense are for time. And they're not always being taught by pros. So, and the, and the mentality is like, kill, kill, kill. And, you know, crush, kill, crush type A. And right. I understand it, right? Because you're like, I want the best out of myself. I'll push myself to the limits. I get it. But what's interesting with fitness is that it's actually counterintuitive. Mm. It is. It's too much, too much stress, too much wear and tear, too much repetition. And this is where I would say, do that workout twice a week, find an excellent, excellent coach, separate the days and train in alternative modalities, you know, take yoga or dance a couple of days a week or Pilates, right? Something totally different so that you aren't stressing constantly the same way. But that's really what I want you to think about with your fitness is trainer logic. Why are you doing it? If it's to kill yourself or kill somebody, that's no good, right? That's, that's not good. We don't want that. So that's my that's my parting words on fitness. I like train smart. Doesn't have to be crazy hard. Train smart. And if you combine that with good eating, man, you're golden. Yeah. And sleep. I'm going to ask you one question. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> so like, let's say, I mean, I know we talked about rowers versus ellipticals and all that. Um, we ended up getting an elliptical because the rower was hard on Lori's uh, back. So when I do the elliptical, I'm, and this, I, I think I used to do the same thing on, on a treadmill. You can put up resistance or you can go faster. And I'm guessing going faster is more a cardio thing and putting up resistance would build more muscle. Is that the case? Okay, so first of all, when you turn up the tension, you're making it harder, period, right? So, so you're stressing the muscles. That's going to burn more calories. Now, mm. cardio that incorporates resistance isn't generally enough resistance to build muscle. But mm. building muscle, by the way, is also very difficult. So I, I want you to think of it like this. Can you build muscle doing like really heavy weights with low reps? That's what everybody thinks you need to do, right? But can you do it with really like lightweight and high reps? And the answer is yes to all of the above, but it has to do with stressing the muscle, stressing it differently and consistently. But to build muscle, you got to eat a crazy amount of food. Mm -hmm. So you can condition the muscle, you can burn the intramuscular fat, you can maintain the muscle that you have, but to actually pack on muscle size, you have to be eating a lot of food. So yeah, you can add that tension. And if you're eating a crazy amount of food, it, it won't be the most effective way to do it. But what it really is simply doing is increasing the intensity. So you have all these different factors to increase the intensity and stress the muscle. It burns more calories, right? So you can go faster. That's, that's intensity. 
you can go heavier and a little bit slower. And it's that same sort of concept of like, do I do heavier weights, lower reps, Mm -hmm. or do I do higher reps, lower weights? Ultimately, both are good providing you're maintaining a certain level of intensity. So if the tension is lower, keep the speed quicker. If the tension is higher, then obviously the speed will slow down, but you've got greater resistance to bring the intensity. Both are going to be good because yes, one does build more speed, quickness, and agility. Um, One is better for a little bit more endurance and the other one is going to help you build more power and more strength. But building muscle, that that has to do with food, eating a lot of food over what you're burning in a day. And it's very, very tough for women to build muscle. Good. The key is to change (laughs) up the stimulus. I don't want to build muscle there. I I know most don't. No, that's great. Change up the stimulus so the body doesn't adapt. Stress it in different ways. So the body is constantly having to adapt to new stressors and change and keep fit and use different modalities. So you're developing different aspects of your fitness from speed to power to strength and so on. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. My pleasure. enjoying the show do us a big favor and subscribe on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast because it just helps us get the show out there get heard by more people we'd really appreciate it